Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Colleen, and it's such an honor to be sharing with you today. If you're tracking along, we're in our Genesis series, and today we're going to be reading out of Genesis 18, verses 10 through 14. I would really encourage you to start in verse 1 and just read the whole story so that you get the context and background of what we're going to be talking today. But today we're going to start in verse 10, so come with me to chapter 18 of Genesis, verse 10. It says this, Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, How could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, Can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. What an awesome scene. I just love this story. It's such a relatable moment for us. You know, if you start in verse 1, the context of the story is that Abraham is being visited by God. Abraham immediately bounds to the ground and welcomes him and asks them to stay and eat. How amazing that we have a God who wants to have fellowship with us. It's such a great moment. But God comes not to receive, but to confirm and remind Abraham of the promise he had given him and Sarah in Genesis 12 and 17. It's now been 25 years since God originally called Abraham to leave his homeland and follow him. Imagine holding on to a promise from God for 25 years. I can hardly hold on to something for 25 days. But the promise also began to progress and become more specific. God had originally told Abraham about his descendants and the land he was given them. And then he had already given Abraham the name of his son Isaac in chapter 16. But now he gives Abraham and Sarah a time of when they will have their promised son. The Hebrew here actually means at the appointed time, at the time next year. I love that. Our application is that God will often give us a general view of a promise he might have and then bring in the specific details as we go. As you get closer to the promise, you get more details about it. Maybe that promise feels too long, like you've been holding on for so long. And some things may take longer than we expect. But we have to trust that God is always working and will fulfill his promise, even when it's at the right time. So let's not force or frustrate it, but let's also not dismiss it just because it's not yet. Hold on to that promise, for it comes at the appointed time. So here God is talking with Abraham outside of his tent, sharing this promise. And Sarah is in the tent, basically eavesdropping on the conversation. You know, sometimes our family will be driving in the car and my husband Robert and I will be having a conversation with all the girls in the back. And we'll be talking maybe about stopping at Chick-fil-A on the way home or making a fun plan for the kids when they get home. And without fail, though my kids have so much noise going on in the back, one of them will pipe up and give their input about the plan. We'll say how we can do it or, or whether we can make it there in time. They want the details. They want to offer their share and information and part of the plan. In verse 12, we see that Sarah talks about being very old and that she is long past her time of, of childbearing. 
She's concerned about all the conditions and all the complications of accomplishing God's promise. Have you ever had God tell you something that you thought was just impossible? Sarah, Sarah had a really authentic and an honest response, similar to maybe ours will be when, when we get a promise like that. She laughed because that word just seemed impossible. Sarah and Abraham were in their 90s. Not only had Sarah been burdened, but now she was well barren, but she was well past the age of childbearing years. Sarah is concerned about the details of the how instead of trusting the who. So often as believers, our relationship with Christ is going to be a mixture of doubt and faith. God calls us to do something that seems impossible or outside of our own ability, but what is impossible to us is always possible in God's hands. If he said it, he'll do it. And our job is just to believe it until we see it. Our requirement is to keep moving forward in faith. Maybe you feel very old or it's long past your time, but God's promises do not expire. They are not bound by time. So what's God's response to Sarah's doubt? Well, it's actually a question to Abraham. Just like we we're saying, Abraham and God are talking outside the tent and there Sarah is inside. I don't know if you've ever had this where somebody will talk to you, but really they're speaking to someone else. This is that moment. God responds to Abraham about what Sarah is happening in her heart. He says this, is anything too hard for the Lord? The word too hard means, is it extraordinary? It's a wonderful act of God. He is always true to his word. He is a God who speaks and a God who acts. So as Christians, we always hold on to God's word. Nothing limits God from doing what he promised. So I love how wonderful it is that if you continue in verse 14, you see that he reiterates the same promise he spoke in verse 10. He doesn't explain how to Sarah, and he doesn't argue with her. He simply asks her for her faith. Is anything too hard for me? Can you believe for just a little longer? I don't know if you want to go on and read, but verse 15 might be one of my favorites. It's a little PS conversation between God and Sarah. And she says this. She's afraid, so she said, I didn't laugh. And the Lord said, no, you did laugh. I think about how grateful and how kind and generous God is with us sometimes that the conversation is over. What I promised, I will do. And your only responsibility is to hold on to the promise and keep moving forward. Today, can we do that, church? I don't know where you are. I don't know what promises God's spoken to you, but if he said it, he'll do it. And all he asks of us to do is trust the who. He'll take care of the how. If we can just trust him, just keep holding on to hope in faith, knowing that he is a God of his promises. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, today we just thank you that you are a God that holds true to your promise, just like you spoke to Abraham and Sarah. Maybe you give us a detail at a time as we continue moving forward, but God, that we can trust the one whose promises are backed by the honor of his name. God, your promises are yes and amen. God, that you will accomplish what you set out to do, that nothing can stop you, God, that a man may make many plans, but the purposes of God prevail. We trust that your word is true and we stand believing it until we see it. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your promises to us. Thank you that you are faithful to your name. And Lord, we just thank you today that what you've spoken to us, we will see brought to fruition. God, we trust you and we thank you, God, that we don't do this alone, but because of Jesus, every promise is fulfilled. We love you and we praise you. It's in your name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day, church. Thank you for listening. 
take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.